Hey everybody and welcome to PWZ. Uh, today is May 6th, it's Thursday and we've got a lot of great stuff to talk about today. Uh, we're going to have a history spot, we're going to be talking about some championship wrestling from Hollywood. Got an upcoming uh, uh, match list for tonight's uh, Northeast Championship Wrestling. Going to go through the history spots and of course we're going to, like I said, we got the history spots is... Uh, probably my favorite, and we got a couple other news items that we're going to be going through today. All right. So, I want to say the big shout out to Top Rope Report Mike Kanata and Greg Chester, the also known as Mr. Trivia and the Nugster, doing some great work over there talking uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and of course the independent circuit. Great bunch of guys over there. Hey, everyone. You want to listen to the best in pro wrestling talk? Tune in to the Top Rope Report podcast with Mr. Trivia and the Nugster Greg every Sunday, 6.30 p.m. on TalkShoe.com, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast. Join us as we discuss WWE, NXT, PAPW Independent Wrestling, and a whole lot more. It's the Top Rope Report, the best in pro wrestling talk. Now, I also want to mention that we are currently having a 30% off sale on t-shirts in our Public store. Uh, you can go there today. It's the last day for the sale. The link will be in the description of this episode. If you go ahead and click that link, all t-shirts are $14. Um, also, mugs... Uh, face mask and other such things are on sale as well. Now, if you want a free sticker, you can email us directly, prowrestlezone at gmail.com for uh, that sticker. Include your address, and I'll drop it in the mail, same day or next day. And, uh, you know, you can put it on your car, you can put it on your notebook, you can put it on your laptop. Let everybody know that you are a listener of the Pro Wrestle Zone podcast and a Lover of PWZ. <clears throat> so I watched, I caught up with, uh, what was it, this weekend's uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, opened up with a women's match, Milo Matters versus Viva Van. With uh, Viva Van was, of course, accompanied by Halston Body and James Evine. I don't know if they pronounced that right. Um, this match, uh, Milo Matters was uh, disqualified because CeCe Chanel interrupts uh, and went after uh, Viva Van with a 2x4 and basically and then went ended up going off after, excuse me, Bobby Halston with a 2x4, but he threatened her not to hit him. She's going to get what she wants. She's going to get her match at uh, Coastline Clash. So keep an eye out for that. I'm not sure when that is. Uh... I know they spoke about it on the TV show. Um, up next was a tag team match. Wasted Youth. Uh, Adril Noctis and... Uh, what was it? Sketch. I... Uh, this tag team... Geez, there's so much going on in Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and the United Wrestling Network. Uh, but the outfits that this guy was wearing, it looked like he was wearing like one of them fishnet tops. Something like a goth kid would wear. I did not particularly care for it. It was it was somewhat ridiculous. But they lost the match to 
Honest John and the new Anthony Idol. Anthony Idol recently turning heel. Idol is proud of what he's done in joining Honest John and joining his crew. But they have a thing and gotta take off in the post-match interview. Anthony Idol, Honest John, congratulations on this match. Man, the neon vibrations are flowing through my veins, dude. I've been hitting the weights five, six, seven days a week, man. I'm transferring the heat energy from my body into cold steel, man. And I am changing the universe one day at a time. What's up, baby? Do you get that thing? The thing. The thing. We got a thing. We got a thing. We got to go. We got to go. What thing? What thing? A thing. What? Oh, okay. What was that? What was that? Wait, wait, wait. So, you guys, wait two years. We haven't seen you in a while. It's been two years. Hey, hey, hey. You're a tag team? That's what you do? You can't work together? You guys don't have it. You can't hang here if you're not a cohesive team. Everybody, Adnan says it. Adnan says, go back to your jobs at Zoomies and on topic. Definitely some dissension in the ranks of wasted youth as Noctis comes backstage for an interview and he's yelling at Sketch. Um, I didn't think that this was that bad of a segment. I thought it was kind of all right. Um, Get you prepared to see what's going to happen in the future. It was a lot of fun. So the next match, um, Robin Shaw defeated Piranha Karana. I love this Piranha Karana guy. He got made fun of by Robin Shaw. Um, Basically, what is he, a fish that can play baseball? Now, I've seen a lot of really stupid things in my time on the Friendship Farm before I burned it down. But I've never seen a baseball-playing fish. What are you, some kind of bootleg Dasher Hatfield? But you're not even a very good professional wrestler. Piranha and Rana, I'm going to make an example out of you. And I love this gimmick. It's I know it's kind of corny, it's kind of childish, whatever. But it's a lot of fun. I think so, at least. So, Fame is uh, interviewed, the faction, and... Um, you know, they're going to be here. They're going to tear the house down. They're getting ready for it. Watson went in and defeated uh, Jordan Cruz. This was actually probably my favorite match of the night of this show. A lot of fun. Um, you know, there, there was um, Jordan Cruz. You know, he's one of those guys. He's been around a while. He's made a pretty good name for himself. He's not terrible. Um, <clears throat> Watson pretended uh, to have something in his eye, and then the rest... Uh, and then uh, the ref assisted him, excuse me, to make sure he was okay. And the other guys in fame interfered and assisted, basically, in his loss. Uh, Watson took it from there. They, he went at it for, like, another minute or so. After the match was over, uh, Calif- uh, Hollywood Heritage Champion, excuse me, uh, Richie Slade and Flex came out and attacked Cruz and claimed that he's the chosen one. Basically, he's going to be getting a title match at Coastline Clash. Uh, then there was an interview with CeCe Chanel. Um, she wasn't that... The, the interviewer, I'm not familiar with her name. Uh, she's not very good. She's not very talented. Uh, she's very dry, and she seems like she struggles to go through with the interviews. Uh, with some more practice, maybe. Uh, the CeCe Chanel, she was alright cutting this promo. And of course, now for the main event... Uh, Devin Sparks and Mike Camden, the Hogsman, take on the big bodega, excuse me, Slice Boogie and Papa Esco, and there's no Danny Limelight, 
I'm assuming, uh, they said that he was conspicuous by his absence. My, um, guess is that he was just filming AEW over there. Slice Boogie, you know, I've mentioned him several times. Uh, he's been, uh, making waves in the NWA. I think he could be really good for the National Wrestling Alliance. I think he's really good here. Uh, he's stepping in for Rivera here as the champion. They're using the Freebird rule, basically. So... You know, this guy, I think that he's got such a great amount of talent that I think that he's going to, he's going to be something someday, uh, no matter where he ends up. I mean, he's still young, so he's not going to be, you know, uh, hitting WWE, NXT, or AEW, you know, tomorrow, but give it a couple years, and I think that he's going to be somewhere. Um, So the, uh, let me read the results here, Honest John comes out. He's watching, and then he disappeared. Uh, he's basically scouting the talent. Um, he's not loyal to Anthony Idol, it seems, or unless he's just recruiting to make a bigger crew. We'll have to see in the coming weeks. Um, let's see what else. And then, uh, what is it, Twink Assetti comes out, and he's hiding behind the ring. He goes to grab the leg of, um, what's his name? Uh, Boogie, Slice Boogie. Slice Boogie looks at him like, are you kidding me? And grabs him by the hair and pulls him up. And then Eddie Pearl and uh, Ricky Gibson, Midnight Heat, come out. And then the show ends in like this gigantic brawl. It was a really, this match I really was enjoying. Uh, the Hogsman and uh, this version of um, the Bodega, Slice Boogie and Papa Esco. Papa Esco is, uh, for a guy his size, you know, he's pretty menacing. Um, Midnight Heat, I really like a lot. I think those guys are, you know, they come out kind of like, um, wearing like Midnight Express type tights, like with the stripes and the color. Uh, they're enjoyable to watch. They're one of my favorite tag teams that are not currently in like a major promotion. So they're, they're, they're a lot of fun to watch. Tonight, Northeast Championship Wrestling presents Behind Closed Doors at um, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. Northeast Championship Wrestling is a uh, promotion out of Massachusetts. They've been running a weekly series called Behind Closed Doors, and it looks like a, I don't know, like a hall, VFW, Knights of Columbus type hall. They've run some pretty good matches. I'm going to keep my personal thoughts to myself for... Uh, while I'm running down this lineup. So, the NCW Tag Team Champions, Waves and Curls, they're going to defend the tag team titles against two-time former NCW Tag Team Champions, the Little Giants. Uh, It's going to start off the show tomorrow. Um, Waves and Curls, I'm very familiar with. They work uh, Connecticut Indies, uh, Northeast Wrestling, and uh, Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling. I see them all the time. They're basically at every Paradise Alley show those guys are great uh they're entertaining they're very funny they're just cool dudes so this is the match that i'm going to tell you uh once i once i say it i'm not going to you know go into my personal thoughts about this but once i say the match uh, i think you all know the ncw women's title tournament uh continues this thursday tonight on behind closed doors with the quarterfinal matchup between the suplex sweetheart Asana against Higher Society BFF Paris Vandales Armani Chaos. Now you know I have a problem with that, and I'm going to keep it uh, 
brief, I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm not a fan of intergender matches. And the fact that this match is supposed to be an in, for the women's tournament. And this guy, it's a guy wrestling in the women's tournament. Uh, I just find that insane. But I'm predicting that uh, something's going to happen here that uh, makes it go away. That makes the match not happen or obviously makes um, uh, this guy lose. Despite last week's attempts at getting this match going, we've been assured that tonight, on Behind Closed Doors, at the Badass of Broadway, Tim Kilgore will go one-on-one with Billy Wenkar. Now, go check out this show. Please, check it out. It's a lot of fun, with the exception of certain things that I don't particularly like. That's the nature of the business these days. That's the nature of independent wrestling. I don't like to see men beat up on women, and that's my problem. You know, I grew up in an abusive household. So, when I see things like this, it kind of irks me. And it's not that... And I get that a lot of people are into that thing these days, that style. I just can't. I'm not necessarily a fan of it. Um, It kind of just... You know, I just don't understand it. And sometimes it's just a little too unrealistic to, um, you know, for me, for, for certain events that happen.
wrestling tonight. Rock and roll and wrestling. This day in professional wrestling, you're going to run down some birthdays before I get into the rest, okay? Born this day, May 6, 1964, former WCW and WWF tag team champion of the Nasty Boys tag team, Brian Knobs. Born May 6, 1980, my son's favorite wrestler, Boom Boom, Colt Cabana. May 6, 1983, Tonga May 6, 1984, Kevin Owens, a.k.a. Kevin Steen, and born May 6, 1988, current NXT superstar Dakota Kai. Now, big event that happened on this day, May 6, 1985, World Class Championship Wrestling holds the very first Parade of Champions, the David Von Erich Memorial. The event saw Brother Carey defeat NWA World Champion Ric Flair to become the new NWA World Champion. Also on the card, Fritz, Kevin, and Mike Von Erich defeat the Freebirds, Michael Hayes, Terry Gordy, and Buddy Rogers to become the WCCW Six-Man Tag Team Champions. Buck Zumhoff and Iceman King Parsons defeat Bill and Scott Irwin to defeat Excuse me, to become American Tag Team Champions. You know, I haven't mentioned Buck Zumhoff that often uh, on the show previously, but in the last couple days, his name has come up quite a few times. Uh, the Junkyard Dog defeated the Missing Link, or excuse me, beat the Missing Link by disqualification. Kamala and the Great Kabuki battled to a draw. And uh, Hacksaw Butch Reed defeated Chick Donovan. That's a name that a lot of people probably don't even know. Chris Adams and Sunshine defeated Jimmy Garvin and Precious. Now, if I can just bring it up one more time, we are having a sale on our t-shirts. Currently 30% off shirts, masks, mugs, etc. in our T public store. The link is in the uh, show description. Uh, if you want a free sticker, hit up ProWrestleZone at gmail.com. With your address, and we'll drop it in the mail for you. Questions, comments, inquiries, hit up that same email. If you want to contribute to the show in any way, shape, or form as a guest, or uh, you got news, or you have an independent promotion, you're an independent promoter, you're an independent wrestler, you want to come on here, promote your product, hit up that email or hit us up on social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Rick Del Santo at PWZ Podcast and hit up PWZ Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We are I am very active on there. I run uh, most of the pages with the exception of the Twitter and Facebook. Uh, that's run by me and Andy. Andy has not been on the show in a while, but I'm hoping that he's going to be making an appearance again soon. Uh, he's been out for a little while. Um, but rest assured, he'll be back. Trust me. He's working on uh, some stuff to bring into the show. I'm going to mention right now, 
some New Japan news. Uh, according to PW Insider's Oliver Taylor, two unnamed members of the New Japan roster have tested positive for COVID-19. They are experiencing mild symptoms and other talent and staff have been monitored. It should also be noted that Okada was removed from yesterday's Russell Dontaku event and is scheduled to wrestle Will Ospreay the second night of wrestling Wrestle Grand Slam May 29th. Maybe it's uh, a safety precaution or maybe there's another reason but was not named as one of the people. COVID, folks, I'm going to give my opinions here. COVID is no joke. I've known some people that have gotten sick from it. It's affected our entire world. Um, Our ex-president at the time did not take it seriously, and that's why a lot of us are out here sick. We're wearing masks. Uh, Please get vaccinated if you can. It's not a joke. I'm telling you, I've known many people that have gotten sick. And uh, a very good friend of the show, Sign Guy, you know, he, he was telling me about it that, he, you know, he um, has gotten it and he said it's not a joke. You can't breathe. It's just a terrible thing. Actually, Will, which is a a uh, PWZ family member as well. So I, I advise you all to take it seriously. Be careful when you're out in public. I've been lucky, you know, um, to not catch it, but I'm also very careful Um, I do have attended some public uh, events, but, you know, I stay my distance and I'm very safe. Um, I've also been vaccinated. If you have that opportunity, I advise you to get it. I know some people don't want to and they're afraid, but you really got to worry about your future, especially if you have kids or a family, uh, loved ones, older people living that might be, uh, you know, not, you know, um, immune deficient. So it's something very important that you really need to think about. It's not, it's not a joke. So, so we'll get back into the wrestling. I apologize for you uh, having to listen to all my stuff. But, you know, it's, it's just the way it is. In WWE news, Daniel Bryan has uh, been moved to the alumni section of the WWE's website. It was speculated that... Uh, His contract would end later in the year, September. But as of now, there are no plans for Brian in WWE Creative. He wrestled his, quote, final match, unquote, on SmackDown last Friday against Roman Reigns, which was an excellent match. If you uh, get a chance to see it, I think Daniel Bryan, uh, I don't think he's ever put on a bad match. Let's just say that. And I think that he's helped the Roman Reigns character quite a bit. And if this is the case, good for him doing something out of the ordinary because most WWE stars will wrap up their contracts and wrestle one last match at, say, a WrestleMania or something similar, like a big, gigantic event. With it being the biggest events of the year, it is, is it true? Or will he pop up on Monday Night Raw sometime in the near future? to finish off the speculated time zone on the contract. The other thing is people were expecting his contract to expire in September. Now, Brian has gone on record, and uh, I think he came out today saying that a lot of people thought that because his previous contract had expired. 
in September, uh, whichever of whatever year. He says that he has not gone into any more detail, but you know, um, I'd like to see him work another big program, another big match before retiring uh, fully. I mean, God bless the guy. He's given a long time, you know, to the fans. He's wrestled a lot of great matches uh, in Ring of Honor, uh, Japan, all over the place. Uh, people are really speculating that, oh, he's going to go to AEW and wrestle a match. Oh, come on, you know. And if he does, who cares, okay? It doesn't really matter if he does, uh, but not for nothing, he has a WWE uh, contract that he's going to be working behind the scenes when he retires fully. So my guess is that he's not really retired fully. And when that means WWE alumni, does that mean he's, you know, um, does that not mean that as an active competitor or is it just anybody that's worked from WWE? I don't really pay attention to such details, but I know some of the nerds out there do in the IWC. So... We'll have to see in the future. So I watched uh, Southwest Wrestling Entertainment Fury TV this week. I got to tell you, this is one of the best promotions out there going out there today. It really is. It's run by James Beard, um, formerly former world-class referee. And if you like old-style, Texas-style wrestling, this is the promotion for you. If you like the National Wrestling Alliance, this is for you. Uh, it's just—it's a really good show. There's some, you know, you don't get overkill on former WWF guys like some independents do, um, but you do get, you know, uh, Charlie Haas is a very big part of the show. Um, Kevin Sullivan, Kevin Sullivan is one of the commentators. Um personal opinion he should be taken off of commentary maybe he should deal with the booking end of things or something to that effect uh the commentary is not uh his thing but i do think that um some of the talent that they have in there you know I, on occasion people like thunder rosa uh will make an appearance tim storm will make an appearance uh jazz who is a former nwa world champion in uh wwe women's champion so you know, Rodney Mack is heavily featured in there, and he's a really good talent. But some of the homegrown talent that they have there is really good. Uh, Charlie Haas defeated Christian Mox. He forced him to tap out in the opening match, and it was a good, nice, quick uh, match. It, it was a lot of fun to watch. SWE Women's Champion. This is a flashback from last week. Um, Miranda Gordy the daughter of Terry Bam Bam Gordy, speaking of the Freebirds, uh, she lost her woman's title against Christy Janes after uh, being distracted by Vert Vixen. This match, I mean, it was it was going as a great match. You know, they showed the whole match in its entirety, even though it, I guess it aired last week. They showed the match in its entirety. Miranda Gordy is a very talented wrestler. I mean, she's going to be picked up by one of the big major feds at some point. Um, so it's, it's amazing that watching an organization like SWE, them not being necessarily a really big organization, they pull in some big crowds in this arena. And it looks like they might have been 
you know, maybe in a gym or like a local uh, PAL center. Uh, something to that effect. And they, they darken out... they The setup that they have, it looks like um, <clears throat> just like watching an older, say, NWA program with like the, the crowd being somewhat darkened out, but you can still see the crowd at the same time. And the focus is on the ring. You know what I mean? WWE does these things where they just... They have to have the lights on everywhere. Because you need to see how many people are actually in the arena. They love showing... Uh, tons of people how many thousands of people and it's not about that the whole entire thing well that's because they're an entertainment company we'll just say that the whole thing is about them being an entertainment company my personal opinion is that it's what happens in the ring but that's the difference between WWE and other wrestling organizations you get what I'm saying here so, that's my opinion. I'm getting off from subject yet again. I always get off the subject when talking about wrestling because I, I compare a lot of the wrestling that I cover on here to WWE and and say what the difference is and what's the right thing as opposed to... I mean, I guess WWE is doing it right because they're making millions of dollars or billions of dollars every year. I just don't particularly care for it. <clears throat> on top of that, Bloodhunter, which is the... Uh, Former Hannibal. He took on this guy, Michael Schaefer. Now, this guy's a big dude, Michael Schaefer. And I didn't realize that Hannibal was such a big dude. Um, but damn, this Michael Schaefer's a big dude. And he... Uh, they went back and forth for quite a while. <clears throat> he had a... Schaefer, as big as he is, went for a moonsault with like a cricket... It's not a bat, but it's a paddle. Excuse me. Ended up missing and uh, hitting himself in the face. Yada, yada, yada. Bloodhunter put a submission hold on him and bit the shit out of his head, causing him to bleed. Now, I'm not necessarily a fan of, like, really big dudes, but, man, this was a pretty fun match to watch. Uh, it wasn't anything crazy, uh, with the exception of the blood, you know, and they, he just kept beating him after, beating him after. But it, it was enjoyable, and then, uh, it, it got the, the point across. So David Boy Jr., David Boy Smith Jr., excuse me, makes the save for Schaefer and went after Bloodhunter, and they repeatedly just went after each other. So now I guess they're setting up the storyline for the next event, where it's David Boy Jr. and the Bloodhunter. That should be a pretty decent match, I think. It'll be enjoyable. I'd like to see that. And, I, and like I said, if you can watch SWE Fury every Thursday on... Um, the fight app, but you can also they they upload the episodes um, later in the week. Actually, earlier the following week onto YouTube. So, if you don't have the fight app, I think it's worth getting the fight app. Um, they have a lot of free content on there. There's a lot of pro wrestling that you could discover on there. There really is. I discovered, um, and I'm going to talk about. One of the promotions next, actually, that I discovered. But there, there's a lot of really great organizations that you can find out there on Fight. You can watch Ring of Honor on there. Uh, the NWA's on there. That Not that the NWA is free. It's not free. It's $4.99, but we're not going to... I talked about that yesterday. But there's a lot of really great content on 
um, the Fight app. You can watch OVW. You can watch... There's a lot of independent wrestling. Anarchy Wrestling was on there. Um, I don't know if they're producing any TV now uh, since the pandemic started, but I would like for them... You know, I would like to say that they're going to be at some point. They put on a really good product. If you're a friend of, or if you're a fan of the older NWA Wildside and NWA Anarchy, it's the same organization basically. <clears throat> and you get a lot of really cool stuff. But, you know, there's so much that you could discover on Fight that you should really go there and explore it. It's it's uh, free. I mean, YouTube, you can discover a lot on YouTube as well. But anyways, let's get off. Let's get to the to the to the next match on this one. Uh, that was the Blood Hunter match. The next match was the um, SWE tag team match. All right. It was the Golden Heartthrobs took on the OMGs. And now uh, this is a tournament final for the uh, tag team titles. Now, one of the guys, I guess, were stripped of the... I, I'm not familiar because I hadn't watched it, uh, that particular thing. I guess it was a few months back. One of the guys from the Heartthrobs... Uh, tried to substitute his partner in uh, a tag team match and uh, because apparently he looked like him. And, uh, of course, everybody knew that it wasn't him. So they ended up just stripping him of the belts and they had a tournament uh, for the last couple months. And the OMGs are the new tag team uh, champions. Now, let me just say this, okay? I was talking earlier when talking about this show that there was... They get a really good crowd for an independent in Texas. They really do. But it seemed like they went from, like, I don't know if the matches are, like, uh, filmed and then placed out of order. Like, they take, because this one, for such a great match that that this actually was, the crowd seemed dead and then it seemed like it was a half arena. Unless it's just one of those cases where the show was going long and some of the fans left. Or if it's from a different TV taping. It was definitely the same building. Or it could have been recorded earlier in the night when the crowd wasn't as big. That does happen on occasion. So it's one of those things. I really like this promotion. wanted to see them succeed. And that kind of like baffled me. Nobody, um, nobody really uh, answered. You know, I mean, nobody really... Excuse me. Sorry about that. I'm getting a text message as I'm trying to avoid while I'm recording. But nobody, um, you know, I couldn't really find any information out about that. But either way, it was was a really good match. And they announced that Teal Piper, obviously everybody's familiar with her. It's the daughter of Roddy Piper. She's going to be having a segment starting next week on the show. And this one kind of made me cringe. Teal's Pit supposed to be the same thing as Piper's Pit. And they're going to be doing it at Southwest Wrestling Fury. My question is why? Why, why, why? So, I'm going to leave that there because it was just ridiculous. Devotion Championship Wrestling uh, is another new organization. Apparently they have something like 30 or so episodes uh, posted to fight. And... This is something I discovered today by accident, actually. Um, Exactly how I said, you know, just poking around on fight. I was watching the Southwest Fury show, and this was in the suggested uh, right after it ended. Excuse me. 
<coughs> excuse me. So, from research, now I don't know 100%, but during the research that I did, I think this used to be Rocky Mountain Pro, which was, you know, um, a group out of Utah, but I think that this might be a rebooted version. So I'm not 100% certain on this, but um, I spoke to someone from the organization today, and they're going to be coming on the show. Uh, Hopefully that'll happen next week. So, as soon as you know, as soon as I know, you'll know. Uh, Anyways, I enjoyed this, and I have a feeling that it's, uh, it looked like it was done in the back of a church. It's called Devotion Championship Wrestling, and uh, from what I gather, uh, it's a part of OVW in a way, except for it's based out of Utah, and I think Utah, I mean, excuse me, OVW is acting something like a governing body type thing. My guess is, uh, just from watching it, that this is kind of kind of religious-based in a way. Like, there's definitely heavy some heavy religious overtones, and I'm okay with that. And I'm guessing because of the area that they're in in Utah that it's supposed to be something like that. It was enjoyable. I'm not upset about it. Uh, like I said, I'm not necessarily a gigantically, hugely religious person. But it it, it kind of brought a little weirdness to it. But at the same time, it was unique and enjoyable. So, in the opening match, uh, two people... I've I've only heard of one person on this show. But I watched the entire show. It's only about 30 minutes. And it was enjoyable. I did not want to shut it off and get annoyed, you know. So, um, in the opening match, um, it was Mr. Happy against Echo. Echo got the win. Um, that was an okay match, Mr. Happy. You know, I like my a little bit more seriousness with my pro wrestling, and this was not necessarily... At least Mr. Happy was not the serious one. Echo had kind of one of those pseudo-goth-type uh, gimmicks. Okay? Second match was the DCW television title. Manny Lemons defeated Leah Wolf to become the champion. This, I thought, was a really, really good match. I uh, spoke with Manny Lemons today and he's the one that's going to be coming on the show hopefully this will be happening next week i I hope also the booked excuse me a book of the damned match for the core championship now this one (laughs) you know i've watched a lot of horror movies i've watched you know i have a ex-wife that became a born again so it kind of was like one of those things that i just kind of laughed and between the two gentlemen, it was uh, Brother Chatwin against Austin, um, Brother, ooh, excuse me, Brother Austin. And if uh, one of them wins, they have to, they can never lo- no longer follow the book for the rest of their lives. So it was a heavily religious overtone uh, to this match. It was this one was more along the lines of a hardcore match. That's why they're calling it Book of the Damned. Uh, it was enjoyable. It was funny. Uh, there's a lot of, and the thing is, there was no blood. Uh, it was, um, it was interesting. Uh, like I said, it did not make me want to shut it off because there's a lot of wrestling out there that makes me want to shut it off. Brother Chapman retained the core championship against Brother Austin when, um, his manager threw a fireball in his face and then he got distracted and then, you know, he laid on the floor and then they continued to kick the crap out of him before going uh, to the end of the show. Uh, 
go check it out. Uh, you can find them on social media. Um, I'm looking forward to talking to them. I'm looking forward to uh, having, you know, watching more. And I want to find out how the relationship with OVW came about. I want to find out how they started the company and all that other stuff. All right, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. I had a blast talking this uh, professional wrestling with you. Tune in Friday for some more. Right, Same time, same bat channel, and hopefully we'll get a little bit more out there to you. We're looking to build more and more content every day. Hey, everyone. You want to listen to the best in pro wrestling talk? Tune in to the Top Rope Report podcast with Mr. Trivia and the Nugster Greg every Sunday, 6.30 p.m. on TalkShoe.com, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast. Join us as we discuss WWE, NXT, PAPW Independent Wrestling, and a whole lot more. It's the Top Rope Report, the best in pro wrestling talk. Make sure you go and check out the Top Rope Report from Mr. Trivia and The Nugster on Facebook, TalkShoe, Spotify, Anchor, and we're almost hitting 200 subscribers on our YouTube channel, so I'd appreciate it if you guys went, and once we hit 200, I think I'm going to hold another contest. And don't forget about those t-shirts, alright? Hit the link in the description. Uh, This Sunday night, I'm going to be sitting down with Big Jim Anderson. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things, probably anything from wrestling to punk rock to God knows what. And then uh, that's all I have planned for now. But there's definitely going to be content coming every single day. So keep an eye out and make sure you're here and listening to the PWZ.